We are back. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And that was Sarah Jaffe with Clementine. Standing by is Rachel Flowers and Lorenzo Stefano. We're going to talk about Rachel's upcoming concert, Hearing is Believing. And I actually had a chance to chat with her over a year ago about um, the film that Lorenzo made of the same title. Good morning. Good morning. Mo- morning. You, morning. Oh, I'm glad I ha- have you both. Fantastic. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Janine. Hi. 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 Hi, doing? Fantastic. I w- I'm so glad to have you back on again. I screened your film, and we chatted over a year ago about Hearing is Believing, but you have a concert coming up this Friday in L.A. Could you talk about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't remember all the information. <laughs> That's so okay. <laughs> Just give me a little blip. I'll be, I'll be debuting two orchestral compositions with a, a live symphony orchestra, and um, and it's with the Young Musicians Foundation at the Walshery Bear. Walshery Bell. Walter I got. I got. It. Huh? The Wilshire is it the Wilshire <laughs> E Bell Theater in L.A. Sorry. That's yeah. okay. I it. <laughs> is that your mom? Is she trying to be helpful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, mom. I'm messing her up. Hi. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I just want to mention uh, Rachel Flowers is on the line with um, Lorenzo Stefano, and all your info is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. Uh, mm-hmm. um, let me back up, because um, for the listeners who are not familiar with you, Rachel, yeah. uh when did you first start becoming really musical? Was it a very young age? Yeah. When I was two and a half, I started playing piano. And then I just gradually went to the flute later on, and then guitar and bass and singing and lots of things. And can your mom hear us? Yeah. Mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it on speakers. Okay. So. okay. so, Mom, were you completely blown away? Well, you know, it was a gradual thing. Um, but the more that she did, the more amazing it became. And, and people would kind of point out things to me that I had taken for granted. And that I came to realize, yeah, that is pretty extraordinary. <laughs> and why is it extraordinary? Well, because she was so young and she had such a deep understanding of music at such a young age. She was harmonizing things at three, which I'm told three-year-olds don't really understand harmony. They can barely get melody. Pretty rare. Yeah, it it is. And then for her to just, the intensity of her focus on music at such a young age was was pretty (laughs) unusual. But, But here's what the listeners do not know. Rachel cannot see. That is true. Yeah. Yes. You, when you when I watch you, Rachel, you have such an intensity. You just embody the music, and mm-hmm. it's really remarkable how many instruments you can play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Incredible. It's fun. So, Lorenzo, when did you first meet Rachel? I met Rachel and Jeannie um, January eighteenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, a date which shall live in, in beauty for a long time. Uh, here in Ventura at a small club, um, a mutual friend of ours, Hans Otzen, a guitarist, uh, asked me to come and hear his new trio. And they had this young woman, Rachel Flowers. It was quite remarkable. And uh, I had done a couple of music films, you know, about Tal Farlow, the famous jazz guitarist, and about Los Afiros, a, a group from Cuba. And I wasn't really looking to do a third, um, but... 
when I met them, Rachel and Jeannie, and, and learned, heard the music and learned their story, you know, a single mom, paycheck to paycheck, uh, with, a, with a younger brother, Vaughn, and living near me in Oxnard, I pulled my team together and we started filming. Little did we know we'd be filming for almost two years. Oh. And uh, it became a little epic, you know. Yes. Little did we know. Little did you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like documentaries sometimes happen, maybe other than in the world of narrative film, friendships are formed uh, for life. And uh, this is one of my more important and, and uh, uh, grateful occurrences. Not only did the film turn out well and, and help Rachel with her on her trajectory, but it created a friendship um, between us, which... Um, which is a beautiful thing, and here we are doing this, this yeah. new venture on April 12th, so it's a great thing. So let's talk about that event coming up on Friday, April 12th at 7 p.m. at the Wilshire, is it Ebell Theater? Yes. Uh, what can people expect? Well, I mean, it's going to be the first public screening of the film since when you uh, originally got involved with us in June of 17, where it, when it opened in L.A. and New York. It's certainly it's been out there, and it's available digitally now. But, you know, films move into that arena and aren't are often screened in public. So it's a beautiful opportunity to see the film on the big screen in Dolby 5.1 and get the full value of Rachel's uh, story and music with Dweezil Zappa and Arturo Sandoval and Taylor Eichstee yeah, and uh, wonderful players joining her in this, in this journey. And then uh, after the film, uh, Rachel will be playing with the Young Musicians Debut Orchestra, Young Musicians Foundation Debut Orchestra, which is an organization, YMF.org, uh, which has been around since the 50s, encouraging music in uh, uh, young people. And uh, it's a first-rate orchestra, isn't it, Rachel? Yeah. It's going to be exciting. So. Yeah, they've had a, they have had several rehearsals. they had another one coming up this week. And uh, they really understand her music. Uh, the conductor, uh, Lauren Wozenchuk, is a wonderful conductor and uh, she and Rachel have made a nice connection and uh, they're helping to uh, take these two to uh, the public which is going to be very sweet. Now where can people see the film if they cannot attend the event? They can see the film on um, Amazon Prime or, or iTunes uh, just punch up hearing is believing on your various uh, platforms and it should be available there. Amazing. Rachel, what is it like to have shared the stage with Dweezil Zappa? You know, you played with Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones, on and on and on. Yeah, meeting meeting all those people that was playing with Dweezil is pretty pretty exciting. Um, I've been studying Frank Zappa's music for a while, and being able to play the stuff with his with Dweezil's band. Uh, it's pretty exciting, and uh, the soundtrack to Hearing is Believing has the full performance of the song Montana. Mm-hmm. So, wasn't there uh, a, wasn't there a um, Frank Zappa song that you were singing at one point? I thought I saw a video of a Frank Zappa tune you were singing. Inca- Inca- that was Evelyn, a modified dog, wasn't it? I th- oh, that one. I think it was. I saw it on YouTube. Oh, a while yeah, ago. yeah. She did that at the concert too. We didn't use that in the film, but yeah, that was a sweet little tidbit she did. I loved it. Yeah, that was fun. Do you pick mm-hmm. up Do you pick up these songs fairly quickly? Just you just listen to them, or does it take you some time to get all the nuances? It It varies on the complexity of it. That makes but sense. Most, yeah. most of the time, a lot of stuff. It, I've sort of discovered this even when I was eight. Uh, it 
usually takes like about three days to have something memorized for most of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel is intimidating to say the least. Uh, you know, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know what? The story appealed to me, of course, the music. But here's a here's a family, and here's a, a young woman. She was 20 when we met. Uh, she's 25 now. Who uh, is totally unmotivated by <clears throat> fame or glory? You know, which is what motivates most people. Some deserve it. Mm-hmm. Most don't, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not my call. But here you have someone who's just living the music, and uh, I think that comes through in the film. Certainly, when people hear her uh, in these two pieces, they'll know she's a serious young composer uh, who has a big future. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rachel, do you have a favorite instrument that you play, or you like them all equally? I like them all. It, it varies on the style of... Uh, a lot of my writing really happens on the keyboards or piano, but then other times I would challenge myself to write a song on guitar or... Um, you ever write on the bass or the flute? I've written some ideas on the bass. Mm-hmm. One time, uh, mostly it's on the keys. That's why I get a lot of the a lot of the basic structures. Sure. Uh, yeah, writing. Do, do you have a certain time of day that you feel most creative? Eh, not really. It it varies. Um, when you consider she's probably doing music eighteen hours a day, so <gasps> a long day, you know. Studio. Wow! How do you my, how do you wind down at night? How do you go to sleep at night when you get all this music in your mind? Yeah, it's kind of kind of tricky sometimes. <laughs> I bet. Then you dream more. Songs. Yeah, and I dream more songs. You do? Yeah, I always hear songs in dreams. And do you get up and then write them? Yeah, what I do is I would. I would have a machine close by so I can record myself singing it and then, or if I'm close to a keyboard, I would play it. And then I would, later on, I'd, I would develop it. A lot of times, sometimes I know where the song is going to go from there already. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, they have a quality to them. <clears throat> when I was first looking into Rachel after we met, um, there's a cinematic quality to her work of interesting in a blind person. Um, this stuff conjures up images for us, the, the sighted, the so-called sighted. You know, we see so much, but we see so little sometimes. And Rachel sees a lot, and it's not, and it's just all imagined. Uh, it's quite cinematic. Hold, hold on, wait, wait, excuse me, one second, Lorenzo. What were you saying, Rachel? You grew up what? I I grew up listening to film scores, and when I was about four or five, I got to hear the Titanic. Not not just the Celine Dion song, but the whole thing, and and just hearing the the various themes and melodies and the orchestral stuff and the, the female vocal and uh, and uh, listening to film scores was pretty cool. And I still I still do like uh, I've been listening to. The Lady Gaga Star is Born, which has some amazing songs. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then uh, that later inspired a lot of new song ideas. And then seeing the Queen movie. And oh, love listening. that. Yeah. That got some new ideas. And, yeah, it's, wow. it's so much fun. I'm, she I'm does a mean Bohemian Rhapsody. You better watch out. I want to <laughs> hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. That's fun. We'll have to send that to Janine, huh? I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially listening to the Wembley recordings 
at the at the end is just so cool. Like the crowd and the mm-hmm. the audience and the band, of course, the historical fascination and and uh, I love exploring that stuff. You know, uh, Rachel, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll share with you, you know, you're very inspiring for people that are, you know, feeling this professional or personal funk. Uh, You would make a great motivational speaker even for kids. Wow. When you think about it, I mean, what you you do, how you put your focus Mm -hmm. and your energy and your talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really would. Mm -hmm. Don't you think so, Lorenzo? Well, yeah, she, <clears throat> without even trying, you know, there's a sequence in the film with the Harmony Project, which is oh, a, yeah. which is kind of, uh, grew out of the El Sistema movement in Venezuela, which is where Gustavo Dudamel and many fine people came out of that. And that's a wonderful mm-hmm. sequence here in Ventura of just young people, uh, mostly Latino kids who would normally not be exposed to classical music. And it's a life changer. And, uh, when they meet mm-hmm. Rachel, <clears throat> when they, when they, find out their mouths are open and they close them again and yeah. realize mm-hmm. who's in their presence. But she, again, unprecedented uh, uh, humility mm-hmm. and talent put together is, is quite moving. You bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's so, pretty cool. So if people want more information about this event, I did put it up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org, mm-hmm. but where else can they go to find out more? Primarily, they should go to YMF, that's Young Musicians Foundation, ymf.org slash events. And tickets are available for this coming Friday, uh, April 12th, 7 p.m. is the movie. Uh, about 8.45, the live music uh, begins. And so it's one, it's a very good deal for uh, Rachel Flowers' uh, evening. And uh, we hope people will come down. And it's her L.A. concert debut, so we hope that uh, they'll uh, come and check her out. Fantastic. Thank you both so much for calling into the show. Thank you, Janine. I hope you can maybe make it, too. We'll look forward to maybe seeing you there. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you. you Bye. Bye, Rachel. Bye, Lorenzo. That was filmmaker Lorenzo DiStefano and Rachel Flowers calling in to talk about their upcoming Hearing is Believing concert Friday, April 12th, 7 p.m. at Wilshire Ebell Theater in L.A. Again, all the info is on my show blog. Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues coming up right at 10 That's a wrap for me. I'll be back next Monday. You've been listening to Get the Funk Out right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.